Hello and welcome to Grow the Extra Mile, the podcast dedicated to all things personal growth. I'm your host, Jade Hawkins, a personal trainer and mindset coach obsessed with becoming the best version of myself and guiding others to do the same. Wellness, motivation, health, business, you name it. If we can be better at it, you best believe we'll be chatting about it. So sit back, grab a snack and let's jump in. Well, hello there, you beautiful human, and thank you very much for tuning back in to Grow the Extra Mile, the podcast. Um, It's so funny. It's been such a long time since I've podcasted that my microphone actually has dust on it. (laughs) So thanks for tuning in. I'm very excited to be back. Um, It's funny. It's been such a long time because I say such a long time. I think it's been a couple of months, but it mainly because I sort of just lost track of who I was and what I was wanting to offer the world, you know, through this podcast and got really into the comparison game and the the self-criticism game of like, this isn't good enough and everything has to be perfect. And, you know, I felt like I had to like set up my microphone properly and have a perfect setup. But I'm currently just sitting in bed and I'm just holding my microphone And it's so interesting because I actually tested it out and it sounds exactly the same as if I have it all set up properly. So this is a much more comfortable way of doing it. And that actually leads me into um, what I want to chat about in today's podcast, which is perfectionism uh, and, you know, just being yourself and not trying to do things other people's way, you know, or make things perfect, because that's been something huge that I've been going through and that's sort of the way that I roll is just taking the lessons that I'm learning in my personal life and sort of once I've integrated those sharing them and lately I have been hugely I've just been going through such a massive identity crisis it's been (laughs) mental like this year man I cannot even tell you this this has been one of if not the most challenging year of my entire life I've been through the absolute ringer and um, I've been doing a lot of shadow work in all of those challenges and actually, um, you know, letting the emotions come up and processing them as, as best I can and seeing a lot of shadows that I have that previously I didn't recognize and a huge one that has come up for me, which I actually never realized played such a huge role in my life is a a superiority shadow so basically when I say that what I mean is I have this tendency to feel the need to be superior to others and you may relate to this I mean like attracts like I believe in the law of attraction and the people that are attracted into my world are very much like me I, I see it in all of my clients as well like it's all we all have the same sort of problems because I do attract problems no challenges I do attract the same sort of people as I am because that's just sort of how the world works so let me know if you can relate to this but I have always had this superiority shadow where I feel this unconscious need to be seen as you know smarter than everyone else or superior to everyone else in some way um yeah, or, you know, kind of have my shit together and, and get everything perfect. I'm, I'm such a huge perfectionist, which honestly paralyzes me because if I can't get things perfect, it just doesn't happen, which has sort of been a huge theme in my life of 
not um, following through because I get in my head and overthink and obviously there's no such thing as perfection so I'm never going to create a perfect anything so I just don't follow through on it it's such a common theme and I've decided to just kick that in the bum and get rid of perfect and just embrace the meanness of everything like just infuse my essence into it and my essence is not perfect if you know me in real life I am so far from having my shit together and so far from perfect I'm I'm quite like a messy sort of person um even my style like I'm just not really like a very you know perfectionist I'm I'm sort of a bit more of like a messy laid back person by nature and yet I was trying to portray the complete opposite through my work in my coaching in my business in my podcast so that's going out the window and we're embracing the jadeness of it all and I highly encourage you to do the same and I do want to talk a little more about this superiority shadow because it comes from at least for me and often for everyone It comes from a place of fear and that's, for me, a fear of looking like an idiot. Um, I, I can't quite track exactly where it started, but for as long as I can remember, I have genuinely had a fear of looking stupid. (laughs) And so if I can, you know, trick people into thinking that I am superior, then no one will challenge me. And so therefore I don't, have the opportunity to look stupid because no one's going to challenge me on anything. <laughs> so it's like, it's like a, a protection mechanism. You know, it's not, it doesn't come from a place of ego. It comes from a place of trying to protect myself. And that's actually where a lot of shadows come from. The more you do shadow work, the more you see this and the more you can have compassion for people with shadows, you know, like lying or, um, Uh, what else inauthenticity all of that sort of stuff things that really piss you off you know when people are pathological liars or when people are fake and all that sort of stuff and you can't even comprehend why someone would be like that but a lot of the time it doesn't actually come from a place of ego or trying to be better than you or anything like that you know people who are know-it-alls none of it is actually what it seems on the surface oftentimes it comes from a deep-rooted fear of some sort and they have that shadow or that characteristic in place to protect them because their ego you know their nervous system genuinely feels like they they will die if they get exposed you know if if their fear comes to life it's a life or death situation so they're gonna they're gonna um, implement any coping mechanism and any protection mechanism that they can to not have this fear exposed and so that's been something huge that I have realize about myself is that I will do anything not to look stupid I will do anything I will do anything to look like I am smarter than everyone else or or not smarter than everyone else but just smart you know and um worthy because that's sort of what it comes down to you know if I look like an idiot and if I'm not smart then in my mind that equals I'm not worthy and I'm not lovable So that's something huge that I've been working through and it's a huge thing that you're going to start seeing come out in this podcast and in my business as well. It's really been such a pivotal point and it's something that I see everyone kind of deals with in this, you know, some way or another. Um, But when you take a step back and you look at it, because everyone does have different shadows, 
you know, as I said, a couple of examples, lying, superiority, know-it-all, you know, false, inauthentic, whatever, whatever. Ultimately, we are all just trying to get our needs met and be loved. That is ultimately what we're trying to do in anything that we do. And if you feel like there's a potential for you being unlovable, you're going to avoid that. You know, you're going to avoid showing that. And that might mean, you know, building these protection mechanisms that actually do you more harm than good in the long run. So if you're curious as to this sort of work and shadow work, a really good place to start is journaling. And I know I've talked about this on the last couple of podcasts, but it is so huge. I resisted it for so long. And that is because I, the excuse I used is that I just can't write as as quick as my brain works. And so it just, you know, it doesn't work for me. That's a bullshit excuse. And even if you can't see part, if that's your excuse too, then voice note your journals. Sometimes I'll do that if my brain's seriously running that many miles an hour. But oftentimes that's not it because you, you can just slow your brain down to your hand. Like it's really not that, that's not an issue. That was just a reason that I was using to avoid actually looking at the reason why I didn't want to journal. And that is because I, for my entire life, my coping mechanism has been to repress things. So I've never truly processed anything, to be honest. I've been through a lot in my life and as has every human being. And oftentimes I would just kind of sweep it under the rug. I a lot of the time didn't even have any emotional reaction to it. I genuinely would just, you know, cop it on the chin and then just keep going. And at the time I thought that that was a badge of honor that I could just get through things, you know, and, um, and not get emotional about them. And I would kind of scoff at people who did get emotional. And I was even, um, praised by other people and by my parents for not being emotional and for being tough and all that sort of stuff, which obviously just reinforces that idea that being unemotional and just repressing your your shit and not dealing with it is a good thing. But this year has really forced me with my illness, the first six months of the year, forced me to slow down and I could no longer, you know, keep repressing everything uh, from the past and it's all just started coming up. And it's very interesting as well. And this is a whole nother podcast that I want to do. But when you repress your emotional well, emotions and your traumas and all that sort of stuff, when you do not properly deal with them and process them in a healthy way and you just shove them down, they actually create disease. So that dis-ease, disease in the body. If you're not letting them out in a healthy way, they have to come out some way. Like energy, uh, emotions are energy. It's, it's what it is. It's, it's a form of energy and emotion and especially trauma as well. There's lots of scientific studies to show that trauma is actually held in the body on a physical level. And if you do not deal with it properly, then 
it will find a way to come out to express itself. And oftentimes that is through disease. And it's very interesting because I'm sort of placing all these puzzle pieces together. I've always been someone who has had a lot of illness in my life. You know, I've always been someone who suffered with chronic headaches and chronic neck aches and chronic pain and always in the hospital. I've had surgery after surgery and, you know, always unexplained. You know, those people that just kind of have these things that like no doctor can explain. That's me. And that's always been me. And I'm realizing it's very, very likely due to the fact that I have so much unprocessed shit going on in my body that I am literally poisoning myself from the inside out. I have so much like anger and sadness within me that I still don't feel it as an emotion very often. It still is a very just, it comes out as a physical illness or a pain. So I'm learning to deal with them as emotions and be okay with expressing the emotion and processing it and and integrating it and healing it rather than just pushing it down and letting it just, you know, wreak havoc in my body and and poison my cells. (laughs) So that's also some food for thought for you. I know that chronic illness is becoming more and more prevalent every single day and so many people are dealing with health issues at the moment especially unexplained ones seems to be a huge theme um obviously long covid is a thing and i i barely know someone who doesn't have some sort of health issue like a gut issue or um women often you know reproductive issues of some kind hormonal issues all of that sort of stuff like, where the fuck do you think that comes from? Do you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't it doesn't come from nowhere. You, I strongly doubt that almost all of us have just been born with something wrong with us. I truly don't believe that. I truly believe that the reason that chronic illness is climbing is because no one's dealing with their fucking shit. We're just repressing and we go through all this stuff and we don't know how to process healthily, you know, with the rise of social media and so many more vices to just distract yourself every day. You know, none of us deal with anything. How often does something upset you and instead of like sitting with it and just like putting your hand on your belly and putting your hand on your chest and breathing and feeling the emotions and letting yourself cry and blah, blah, blah. How often do you actually do that when you feel upset? As opposed to just picking up your phone. The amount of times, it's it's literally unconscious at this point that I pick up my phone in response to a negative emotion or food as well is huge. And I don't it's to the point where I don't even realize I'm feeling a negative emotion. I'm, I am now, I do, I'm aware of it now, but for the past 25 years, I have used vices without realizing because they haven't been the classic vices of drugs and alcohol. They've been social media, Netflix, food. And I have never, I pick them up so quickly to numb myself that I don't even get the opportunity to even realize that I am feeling emotionally dysregulated. How crazy is that? 
And yet not crazy because I'm sure so many of you will be sitting there like, holy shit, this is me. How often do you pick up your phone in response to, you know, a slightly passive aggressive text from your partner or, you know, your partner is home, like is running late and hasn't told you why or isn't responding to your text and you're feeling dysregulated. And instead of like feeling it, you just pick up your phone and you scroll or you watch Netflix or you're feeling really stressed at work and you come home and instead of like meditating and, you know, releasing the stress or dancing and moving your body however you need to to release stress, you just sit and you watch Netflix and you numb. You numb and you numb and you numb and you numb and you numb. We're in a fucking society of numbing ourselves in any way possible and it's so easily accessible now. We have a numbing device in our hand 24-7 in the form of our phone. But the more that we turn to this vice, the the more we're encouraging like disease to manifest in our body because we're not dealing with things. We're just repressing and repressing and repressing. And they say you need to feel it to heal it. And fuck me, is that true? <laughs> it's so true. That's kind of all I wanted to chat about today. Um, As I said, I'm getting rid of the perfectionism mindset. Otherwise, nothing happens. I just get into analysis paralysis. So today, I just wanted to have a bit of a yarn. Hopefully, some people can um, relate. Please, you know, chuck me a DM um, or anything if you can relate, you have any questions. I don't have any specific advice today. It was more just a bit of a, a bit of a chat, bit of a rant, hopefully make you feel a little bit less alone if you've been going through the same thing and to update you on where I'm at. I'm really hoping to start doing these podcasts weekly again because I really miss it. I actually love it so much. Um, and yeah, thanks so much for sitting, sitting through and sticking with me and I love you. Bye.